Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Thelma Nwaboku. The Lord Shalom to you all. Uh, My name is Thelma. Over the last month, we have been looking at Proverbs. Proverbs looks at recurring themes such as living wisely or foolishly, righteousness and wickedness. One aspect of Proverbs is dealing with our behaviour and our attitude. Our behaviour is as a result of what we think. What we allow to have access into the reality of our thought life is what will shape it and therefore our hearts. And as we continue to think it, we will eventually act on it. And this is what will configure the everyday reality of our behaviour. So what Proverbs gives us is the actualization of the existing battle between two realms and two realities. Today, we'll be looking at Proverbs 21 verses 12 to 21. But I will be focusing on verses 16, 19 and 21 from the Message Translation. Verse 16 says, whoever wanders away off the straight and narrow ends up in a congregation of ghosts. Wander somehow implies that you are aimless, drifting, without direction, having a broken focus, that you have become detached from the reality of your original point of contact, but that you remain unaware of it. A process of drifting or wandering is subtle and imperceptible, but it has dangerous consequences. Hebrews 2 verse 1 warns us to pay close attention to be diligent and earnest in seeking the word of God so we don't drift away. I have an illustration that often helps me and here's a disclaimer in case some little ears are listening. No animals were harmed or injured in this illustration. If you place a frog in a pan of cold water it will quite happily um, sit there. When When you start to turn up the heat gradually under the pan the frog will stay there until it's boiled to death. The frog thinks that it is safe, but its senses have gradually been dulled and desensitised. That can be us when we wander or drift from the word of God. Our senses are slowly being dulled, making us vulnerable and easily held captive by every wind of information that is able to access the reality of God's word in our thought life. The wonderful Alan provided a quote from C.S. Lewis some weeks ago that it's rather like going down the gentle slope with no signposts. However, if you place the frog in a pan of boiling water, it will quickly jump out. Its senses are alert to the danger. It's on guard. The word of God is what will anchor us and stop us from drifting away. Meditating on small verses of the Bible, such as, I have the mind of Christ. God is working everything out for my good. The favor of the Lord surrounds me. Even though the anchor may seem small, meditating on the truth of God's word will become the reality of our thinking and heart and will influence our lives for good and keep us plugged into God's power source supplied by the realm of his kingdom, which is able to keep us from destruction. Verse 19 says, better to live in a tent in the wild rather than with a cross and petulant spouse. Most translations say wife, but I like spouse because it cuts both ways. But I want to look at the aspect of the formation of relationships, the ties that bind us to our modern lives of information technology. It says live in, 
So what are you living in and living with that we are tolerating and accepting in the, to form the reality of our world? Our phones, computers, gaming consoles, Netflix, social media and the like are taking greater prominence in our daily lives. These are things we are married to, which constantly fight for our attention, nagging, demanding, and rather like the jealous spouse, they seek to occupy our thoughts with their busyness, imperceptibly downloading images and words, creating and forming that which defines the realm of the reality of our thinking. This realm, this dimension, is characterized by the relentless chatter, the discord, the lack of peace, disrupted focus and constant traffic of noise. Just one click, then another. What was 10 minutes then becomes three hours. But just like the frog sitting in hot water thinking it's safe, it creates footprints in our spiritual perceptions. And whilst we remain in stasis, not realizing the danger of the hot water, it renders us inert into a spiritual torpor of passivity, but which we may not realize. So what is forming your, your reality? Are you allowing labels from the chatter of this realm to define your friendships, family, church, sexual purity, your views on marriage, your language? The danger of the chatter and living in this realm is that it seeks to define our reality, not by silencing our convictions for living righteously, but by muffling, blurring and repackaging, shifting and reforming um, our boundaries of morality and righteousness. It's about being like everybody else, fitting in, in school, college, university, work, being part of the homogeneity of sameness in our thinking and behaviour patterns, not standing out and being salt and light. The realm of the, of the chatter regards the wilderness, the desert as other. This highlights the existence of two opposing realms and two opposing realities. But God says that these other spaces are better and more preferable, that we should be intentional and deliberate in seeking them out, because it is in the silence where we shut out the chatter, where we shut out the noise, we are able to hear God's voice. In the silence of this space of otherness, we find our healing, peace, refuge and restoration. It is interesting that these were the exact places Jesus was intentional and deliberate to find for himself, away from the noise, away from the chatter of the crowd, so he could be with and hear the Father. And he came out in strength and power, better equipped to face whatever lay ahead. So just like Jesus, let's find our spaces of wilderness, spaces of silences to be with the Father and not allow the virus of the relentless chatter of noise and the deluge of information to corrupt the default settings of our spiritual hard drive. Verse 21 says, whoever goes hunting for what is right and kind finds life itself, glorious life. I really love this bit. Another, transla another translation says, blessed with honour. God reminds us that actually it is profitable to live a righteous life. It does bring rewards, honour and life. Sometimes the reality of the chatter and its daily bombardment is that it's not worth it. It's boring. It's no longer relevant. It's even old fashioned. But God says it's profitable and rewarding. The wisdom of God is foolishness to those in the realm of the chatter. But God is always right. Often we pit the two realms against each other by certain characteristics. For example, good versus bad, light versus darkness. 
In our minds, we have them on equals on scales, equally balanced, equally weighted against each other. But this is not the reality. There are two realms, and choosing to live in either one has consequences. But there is only one crown. Because there is only one crown, there can only be one kingdom. There are two realms, but the king wears the crown. That king is Jesus. He is sovereign, he is ruler, and he is victor. This realm is the kingdom of light and life. It is not a game of thrones. The other realm exists in creating a false reality of its power and authority. It is the realm of darkness. However, it is a vanquished and a defeated realm and is powerless against the kingdom of light. The light has defeated the darkness. God God invites us to celebrate with him in his glorious kingdom. I love to win. Because when you win, you get a prize. And in this kingdom, you are automatically a winner. So let's stand in the reality of our position. Just like in a Grand Prix, there is a race beforehand to decide your position in the real race. Jesus has already won the race and you are automatically in pole position. Your position is fixed. The race is rigged. And when you become a Christian, you are in Christ and you are automatically a winner. You are more than a conqueror. You are redeemed and you are the apple of God's eye and you are awesome. So suit up Ephesians 6 and put on your garment and armor and stand in the reality of the righteousness of Christ. Hallelujah and amen. This morning on HTC Daily, we reminded ourselves of the Lord's faithfulness, that this is the day the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. And then after listening to Felma's talk about two realms and two realities, we praise God that he has already won and that we stand in his victory. So we prayed for one another that we would be um, assured of our knowledge in the victory of Christ and stand upon it in our everyday lives. In Jesus' name, amen.